This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. Right, come on now, let's plow through this shit. I've got a producer swearing at me, and the reason she's swearing at me is Nat. Because the times were, I knew you were going to go like 6 Times are all wrong. Times are wrong. At 2.30, we should be joined by Gershwin Eustache Jr. in the studio. He's in the new uh, Sky Atlantic series, Britannia. Big series. His PR is next door. <laughs> Peter Blexley will be in the studio. You know, Peter is the former undercover cop in the Met. Now the chief on Channel 4's Hunted Big and show. author of new book, On the Run. Yeah. I, uh, full disclosure, never heard of any of these people. Don't shut your head up, mate. I've not, not, I've not heard this of any This is why it's nice for you to meet people by the time they leave I you. I don't mind meeting them. I just can't big people up if oh, I've not okay. met them. How do I know that they're not like murderers or something? No. For all you know, he's a bent copper. He's not. For all you, for all you know, no, the reason not. he left the Met is because he was bent and no, he got... because he's on Channel he, 4. That's he got I. done. He got done for being a bent copper he's for take, taking backhanders and stuff oh over God. the Yorkshire Ripper case. <laughs> Admin, still let me know when you're home. Um, do you ever get this thing where um, people, like, even though they know you're busy at work, choose the most inopportune times mm. for things that need urgent attention? Yes. I know so at the moment, my... Uh, you're very quiet. No, I'm not. Okay. At the moment, my director of photography on the movie um, is on his way to my house to pick up a, a camera that's been left behind. You're not there. I know, but he's meant to be going there at seven, because oh. Joe's going to be there at seven. Oh, okay, right. But he's arrived there two hours early, and now he's like going, do you know what time should be over? And it's like, I'm doing my radio show. But you said seven anyway, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's so when... apparently he's in a pub just waiting for him. Oh, no. Anyway, welcome to the show. Um, I've been doing a bit of snooping. On? In there, because as you will know, if you're a regular listener, this isn't live, this now. This was happening no. like week, a week ago. One, one week, week ago. One week ago. Um, a bit less than one week ago. No, a bit, bit more. Is it more or less? Yeah, because it, no, it's less. Either way. It's less, because it's not six o'clock. Either way, this is now last Monday. Y- yeah. When you're listening to it now. Yeah. So, as you'll know from last Monday's show, um, Natalie, the producer, say hello, Natalie. Hello. That's her there. Um, she was, like, booking guests because she fancied them. I think no. it's happened again today with this copper. 
No, I think you brought his copper. I think you brought his copper in. How old is he? Is he, reti- I, is he retired or just um, former? He's retired. How old does he look? Oh, uh, forty-five. I mean, Four, I he's retired at forty-five. No, I don't want to say like fifty. But yeah, like 55, no, it's fine. 55, is he an, old, an, yeah, older, he's an gentleman. older gentleman? Right. So I think you're going in for like a, a daddy relationship. <laughs> no, is what I'm I think. Not. So. That's what I'm I think not. is happening. And you want it to be all like handcuffs and that, and like, oh, come and hunt me around the bedroom and all that sort of business. No, I don't think he'll. No, that's no, what I think is happening no. this week. Um, but uh, last week and today, it's very complicated. Yeah. Um, apparently. In the break between shows, mm. you, because Daniel Ing was the boy. Ings. Ings was the boy last week. <clears throat> Are you fancy up? I, do, I don't know why you. I haven't. This isn't a thing where I do. Okay, I okay. haven't booked. Well, no, state your, st- state your case thing. and I will give you the information that I know. So, okay. so tread very carefully because I, I might have something that incriminates <clears throat> you. I mean, I don't know how. Okay, let's okay. go. Let's go. I like the show Love Sick. Yes. Uh, Very good we show, I believe. have tried to get all of the cast members on. Every and last so one far, of them. We've had two out of the four on. Get them all in the same room. Why not? I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you far, would. we've had you would, two. would you? If we could have all four, why not get all of them in? I would. Um, <laughs> Talk about Daniel Ings and anything. No, Within a minute, she's giving so out a word. We've had two of the main four cast members <clears> in. Yeah. He came in. Yeah. Very nice chap. Yeah. That was it. Lovely. You made it into a thing like you do with every single guest. Yes. Ooh, she fancies you. Ooh. Wait till you see how I go with this copper. Uh, yeah, please. Oh, God. You wait till that. Wait. that well, I think we're all looking forward to that. Because I'm no, because he's quite intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's what you want. That, but the thing is, when you tell the guests that I I'm fancy getting, them, is that what you want? I have to go along with it. Because imagine, I can't go, oh, no, I don't. Because then that looks really well, you rude. you could just tell the truth, Nat. Just tell I'd the say, truth. I don't fancy you. I don't want to put you into a situation where you're having to pretend to fancy someone. I'm not yeah, wise Yeah, I feel like I, you did it well. We've had lots of people in there. We've had, like, puppets in there. You've yeah, like, yeah. said I fancy puppets. <clears throat> We've had. Pu- I, think, I do think you fancied Hacker and that purple felt one. Well, the part, I suppose I got on a date with that. I didn't have to say no. I was Sammy, going on was he a date. Uh, sat, or Randy. Randy Feltface. Randy Feltface, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, supposed yeah. to be going on a date with a Randy Feltface didn't puppet. Happen, didn't happen. No. That's a shame. Um, so basically, anyone that comes in here. I did a podcast with Hacker the other week, but it's oh. Patreon exclusive. Okay. Mm. Well, it's, it's, it, was, how was it was wearing. Yeah. But how, I like how long it. is it? An hour. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah An so hour of shouting. I don't want to look rude. Right. So I, when you say to this policeman, poor former policeman, yeah. oh, she'd cut you in here because she fancies you, I'm going to yeah, have to yeah, say yeah. yes, aren't yeah. I? She wants you to take down her particulars. Oh, my God. <laughs> and use them in evidence against her. I might say yeah. that one. I might use that one later on. Don't ask him to take my Bunsen burners into custody. Oh, heavens. So um, my question then to you is... Mm. Here's my question. Do you know mm, what it's going to be? No. Oh, okay, here's my question. Um, if, I'm going to say yes. Anyway. If you No, it's not a yes no answer. Oh, okay. it, re- it requires explanation now. <laughs> it requires you to explain yourself. <laughs> okay? Are you, re- are you ready or no, not? No, I'm nervous. No, you said you want the question. You ready for the question? I might plead the fifth. You can't. I definitely can Well, do you know do. what? You can do. I think if you do, it will sound worse. God. That's what I think. Okay, what is it? I think that will sound like if I'd said, "Did you murder the person?" You'd go, "I plead the fifth. Oh, I'll definitely then, say then you, that. Then you would be like, "Well, I, well, what are you hiding?" Sure, you would say no. I'm pleading the fifth on whatever it is. Okay, absolutely fine then. Absolutely fine. Then we can speculate amongst ourselves. If what you have just stated to me is correct, that you didn't actually fancy um, Daniel Ings, yeah, and that you just played along with it because you didn't want him to feel uncomfortable, I think he would. He seemed like a very secure boy. Yeah, anyway. no, he's fine. Yeah, he's very so I don't secure. think he would have had an issue if you just <clears> said. Um, if you said no I don't fancy you I think he'd be like yeah, whatever he'd be a bit rude <clears throat> no I think he'd be fine with it and especially because we got the information didn't we that he's married yes we kids. did yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's all the information he gave us all he said was he was married with kids that's all he said 
Yeah. Um, it would require a special sort of stalker yeah. to then, after the show, um, go off to a little work computer and start Googling his wife. Oh, what, yeah, yeah, I was interested. It? I was interested to see him. It just about seems this, like it's it's not... odd behaviour, isn't it? It's odd behaviour. No, not that. really, because we were talking about it in the office. I just Googled <laughs> what it. What are you talking about? About like, him being married at 32 with kids. Yeah, it's quite yeah. young, isn't it? And yeah. also, he wasn't, you know, didn't know. So I put it to you, Natalie, Yeah. that you were Googling his wife to see whether or not you could win. When what? <laughs> I think you were looking and going, can I steal her? Can I steal him away from her? No. Are you I, sure? I, I Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Well, I don't know what she... I don't even... But what, what I learned was there's a, there's a footballer also called that of the same name. Oh, I'm having him on next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not even... I'm fine with that. That's nothing. That's I not even... That, that seems like really, really stalky behaviour to me. No, not really. I was just curious because because he doesn't talk about. It. I was just interested. That's he did all. talk about that. Yeah, on there, but he's never. I've never heard him mention. Oh, him so before, in the so. chats you've had in the booking of that, he never mentioned that he was married to you. Yeah. Do you feel like, in a sense, that he's well, I think no. betrayed you? Uh, no, we were just we talked about. It. I talked about it after the show with Toby, the producer. We were both very surprised because yeah, yeah. he looks. We were like, that's, that <clears> yeah, seems young, young isn't it? I, I, that I seems absolutely young. agree with all that. I agree with so, all that. I was actually more thinking he just said it as soon as you said uh, he oh, made so it up. He made it. Again, again this sounds even worse than that. But you've gone off there and you've checked that he definitely has got a wife. Well, I thought, Did you have oh, your fingers course. crossed as you were Googling him? Please I let think it have one been a day lie. There'll be a guest because you go on about it so much, you'll just make up a fantasy marriage just, mm. to, just to get out of it. I'll be like, oh no, I don't. I don't fancy I don't you. think I ever either order or imply that the guest, if they are single, has to go out with you. I think there's been or some... has to have a relationship well, I think with there's, you. But there's definitely been an awkward bit where it's like, oh, yeah, okay. I've never said they had to. Not had to. I've offered you, know. you up as an opportunity. Yeah, you did. You to had, help you. There was some sort of auction, I remember, on one show. I don't remember that. I, was, I remember when the guests <laughs> were. an auction. Hey, were they? Johnny and I now when they came in. Remember? Like, ages no. ago. Yeah, because one of them tweeted a gavel at me after the show. What happened? I mean, it was a long time ago now. I can't remember. But Tell I think happened. it was something about the height. It's going to sound all kinds of wrong. Wish. Yeah. I was very like all I remember is during these interviews yeah. I just get oh, I have like a weird thing where I can't remember afterwards I get I feel really hot mm. I don't know what to say yep. like, hot yep. face <clears throat> I understand that and afterwards I have a, like a mind blank and I go oh my god I can't believe that happened because it's what been happened? I remember that when, when Helm came in and did the same Nick thing Helm you, I think you said, I don't think I no I don't no, think you didn't, I did you didn't auction, no you did say and it was the day I was highly medicated so you were like oh she fancies you huh? right, like, okay. oh my god okay and who else have you I mean if we went back for the diary it's a lot yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a lot of people I think Lembert Opick I think you said it to him is it I feel quite bad now Nat because well, like, nobody has taken you on <laughs> <laughs> with it being this many and that not one person has, has anyone ever I know that there are people who've written into the show who have then slid into your DMs I'm, yes I know that's happened yes yes but none of the actual sort of proper like that's not a euphemism either um, I'll tell you what is a euphemism what? that you're going to uh, rinse out your Tupperware <laughs> yeah yeah I did say that we did say that we had a discussion I did I uh, yeah, gave said, my Tupperware said rinse. you're going to rinse out your Tupperware well, didn't I had you to. I had some rainbow um, trout Okay, well, I, uh, did you ever respond to any of the listeners who slid into your DMs? Um, I mean, I reply to people. Oh, so you're fine with, like, just strangers? Well, it's not. I just go, oh, I'm busy or something. You know, it's kind of, oh. I, I, but you're not. Well, how do, I am busy. With what? Stuff, isn't it? Cleaning out your Tupperware. Yeah, it's a lot of Tupperware. Sickly. My Tupperware is clean. Spotless, someone would mm. say. Um, okay, well, so um, you know that it comes from a place of love, don't you? You know that it's it's something I that, that I I want my friend to be happy and contented, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, sure, and maybe have companionship if that's something that you desire. 
That's yes. all it is. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, playing nice. a numbers game that thus far isn't working. But I know. I'm not going to quit on it. What, what is interesting? Why have you gone for Peter Blacksley instead of Gershwin, Eustache Jr.? Um, I don't know anything about Gershwin, Eustache Jr., other than that he's in, in the Britannia. Sky Atlantic series Britannia. It's a big show, isn't um, it? All I know is that Peter Blacksley is a former undercover cop yep. in the net. In the Met. Met. Um, and he's on telly in that. And yeah. I just feel like... Um, how should I phrase this? I feel like a firm hand would probably benefit you in your life. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like that that he could like shake you up. I, I do. don't mean physically. I mean, if you want him to shake up. In I'm what sure. way then? Well, just sort of like come Mentally. on, come on, Natalie, come on, pull it together, like yeah. that sort of thing, and then like anchor you. I mean, anchor you to a radiator. That sounds like a good first date. To be say, honest, so that you just wouldn't, en- yep. you just wouldn't come in for the show. Han- I don't want to be handcuffed to a radiator. <laughs> it's right. the worst place. Um, why have you put London Girls, Chaz and Dave on here? Do you know, I just thought about Chaz and Dave this morning. <sighs> nah. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I don't like Chaz and Dave because I genuinely do. I well, love them. I've never heard this song before. It's a nice one, but it's just I feel like it's not the sort of thing that will kick off the show. Okay. So, uh, take two. Tick, 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 tick. Kaboom. It's a very good song. I think Kaboom would have been better if they'd said that. Kaboom. It's a film called Kaboom. Kaboom. Um, I noticed, Natalie, when that, when uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were playing just Mm now, um, I noticed that you were singing along quite happily over there on your seat, bouncing away. Don't, I mean, like you were bouncing on your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Giving it all that. And, um,. I thought that was slightly incongruous to something that you told me in real life. Which is? Which is that you don't like karaoke. You tell me that's earlier That's not on, karaoke, is well, it? Well, no, singing along to something is karaoke, isn't it? No. Well, it kind of is. Well, without a microphone and on stage or in front, you know. But you had a microphone in front of you all the time yeah, you were doing it. Yeah, that's a point, So you had a microphone. I would argue that the radio is a stage. Uh, yeah, but it, the microphone wasn't on. Got an extra guest, by the way. Extra oh, yeah. guest, we've got Paul Wellens, um, which is uh, sort of a massive deal to me. Yeah, Paul Wellens is one of the most capped rugby league players. Uh, we're going to be talking about the new Super League season. Don't turn off, just allow me to promote it. It's something I love and care about. And Paul Wellens is like a genuine hero of mine. Good. And like I've met him a couple of times, but I might go to pieces. Well, okay, well, that's good. Will you take over the well, interview if I go to pieces? Yes, I, will, I can talk to him about rugby all day just, long. I've, you got know a mug, I've got a mug with him on it. Yep. <laughs> I have. What was interesting was Toby, the assistant producer, went, oh, Have you got his phone number? Like, I had it on my phone. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I've got everyone's yeah. phone number. Yeah, yeah, I got Paul Wellen's phone number. But yeah. that said, though, and don't take this wrong, I imagine it's like a fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, imagine, I, I would have thought yeah. you've got a fair few rugby league players' numbers on your phone. Um, I might have a couple, actually. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought I so. I think so. From your club in years. Well, no, well, from my sports radio. But anyway, point to them. Oh, yeah, you, where, yeah, is, what, what, where were you at? Talk sport. Talk sport. So I've definitely got some football. I might have fallen. LBC as well, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see how impressed she was with that? It was your best presenter at LBC. Um, what working with or just, just yeah? Who did you like the best? Clive Ball. Who did you like the least? Oh, there wasn't any. Come on, I've come on. No, I can't say. Mime it to me, and I'll pretend. I'll pretend no, no, I, don't I definitely like them. won't. I can't say because I don't want to. No, I can't say it because you don't want to. What? Don't don't say it then. But because you don't want to what? Um, I just no. I just I I don't want to because say her, say it'll come name. back on you. 
Yeah. Oh, say her it's name. It's not a very nice thing, is it? Did you say her name? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't work there anymore. But. Is it Julia Hartley Brewer? No, I never worked with her. I worked with her once on Sky News. Yeah. And um, and she was lovely to me. Yeah. Yeah, but her views are abhorrent. Well, that's the thing. You know, people are allowed views that you don't agree with. It doesn't make them uh, necessarily a terrible person. I touched her on the arm during the interview. My Lucky mom, it wasn't a leg. Well, she'd mom, be in trouble, wouldn't I you? I about that. Yeah? Uh, my mum phoned me after the interview and said, you shouldn't have done that. And I said, done yeah, what? Yeah. And she went, you put your hand on it, on her shoulder and that. Yeah, and I ju- that. But it's just like, we were just, I went, oh, no, no, that's not what I meant. And I put my hand on her shoulder. Yeah. At the time that I did it. Wow. So that's my Julia Hartley Brewer story. Good but story. she was nice and, yeah, that, and she well, helped me through it. But I, I think nice. some of the things she says are absolutely but, vile. Know, that's that a lot. A number of I've worked with a lot of right wing people. I don't necessarily agree with them. But Who's the most right wing person you've worked with? Uh, I'm. I've worked on shows where like Farage has been on. Here's stuff. a good question. Yeah. Who's the most right wing person that you have kissed? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm listening. Okay. What? Who? Who? What? 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 No, I think it will sound bad. Okay. But I'm not going to say who it is. No, no, that's fine. Why is it someone well-known? It, it's an MP. Oh, here we go. Game well, on. Can we cancel the guests, please? <laughs> Even Paul Wellens. Just say, tell him, tell Weller we'll do it next week. Go on, what? But I didn't know that it, he was an MP. You had let a alone a Tory you MP. Had a ki- you had a kiss with a Tory no, MP? No, I didn't have a kiss. I didn't have a kiss. Are we having our little parliamentary... Look at Christine Keeler over there. It's amazing. <laughs> they won't know who Christine what Keeler happened? is. What happened? Who um, won't? Anyone outside there. You're about 20. You know Christine Keeler Oh, you mean Keeler in this building now? Yeah, in this building. I don't know if you know this. This oh, is also being broadcast to other people. I think some of them will know who Christine Keeler is. Of the night, so uh, yeah, but amazing, like lady as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Like so it's a compliment to you. Get sit the wrong way on that chair and tell me the story. No, <laughs> turn um, your chair around and get naked and sit on it um, and tell me your story about your. So you had a kiss with. Him. I didn't have a kiss. So with what him. did you do with him? We had a lovely chat, and then. No, you can't guess. Can we guess? Yeah, guess. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll listen. You, you, I mean, you can guess. But I, you're not going to confirm, are you? Actually, well, no, and also I've, I've forgotten his name at this moment. Um, well, look, can somebody get me a list of all Tory MPs ever? It was a younger ever? one. It was a younger was it no, a, man, a man? It was a man and he was younger. I feel like maybe he was just up and coming as an MP. I think it was it David was, Mellor. I don't know. I don't know. My memory's on David Mellor. I don't know if he's still on it. It's not David. No, it's not David Mellor. I had lunch with him there recently. You had lunch recently with David <laughs> yeah, Mellor? Yeah, I did, yeah. Why don't we talk about this every week? I don't know. <laughs> it was really boozy. So tell me about this young MP. Uh, yeah, anyway, so I was doing some work at the House of Commons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you do? And then we went to, to the bar for a drink afterwards. With, you and with, this with the rep- young No, 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 no. Not, I wasn't working with him. I was working with a reporter. Yeah, yeah. Um, chatting. Um, it, this guy. I don't know. The thing is, I, I want to look like I know who everybody is. Not going to yeah, yeah. go, hi, what do you do? So um, we were So talking. you don't remember who this is? You don't remember the name? I, th- I will remember the name. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, would people the know them? No. I don't know, maybe. I, I don't know what okay, he's up to tell the story now. I might go and look at his wiki page. Tell the story first, and I'll decide whether or not... There was nothing really to say, just that like we were sat there, we were getting on very well. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he's nice, he's nice, great. He writes, he writes some books and stuff as well, apparently. Yeah. And then um, it was all... Then my friend was... I was like, oh, who is he? And he was said, oh, an MP, he's a Tory MP. And I was like, oh, no, no, I can't. So you were getting along like something was on the cards here? Possibly. Okay. But you, didn't, you never did nothing? Like, no, and after that, I was like, oh, God, go. That's a really disappointing story. Yeah, it is. So would you not? So you couldn't date someone that didn't share your political well, beliefs. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I. No, they're allowed got to an, not I, share I've got it. An, I had an ex who didn't believe in the NHS, and it was a. Oh no, it I was a, a well, I mean, source of great exists. contention. What like it really it? was. Yeah, I don't think I could. No, I don't think I could. Almost deal breaking, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <clears> it was like, a very, I, very difficult thing. Yeah. I, I, but then, on the other hand, it would be bad to say that they have to have the same beliefs as me. They don't. 
but obviously if they were very very right wing you know what my problem was with it my problem was is I couldn't assimilate that with the girl that I knew so Mm -hmm. so that made no sense to me with the the girl that I thought was ace you know it was like how could she this girl that you know I think a lot of and think is a lovely person how can she hold that belief yeah, and yeah. if she did, what else am I wrong about? Mm-hmm. Am I judging her wrong? Right. Am I, you know, all those things sort of came into play. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Did you do? Did you go in the house of commons toilets with this bloke? <laughs> Tell no, the truth. I didn't. I went in the toilets, but not with this bloke. Have you done anyone famous? What do you mean by done? Have you done anyone? <laughs> what does done mean? I had a kiss with them. No, not counting me. I don't count. Depends. Oh, then then no. Right, then fine. no. I have. Am I famous? Know. Am I famous? Yeah, though? you're famous. When are we getting a guest in? Soon. Well, soon isn't a time, is it? Well, I uh, are they here? I don't know if if he is. Is Gershwin here? Oh, look, the that that was the AP. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's gone. Assistant producer is (laughs) AWOL. He's probably running off trying to get Wikipedia on some Tory MPs. Well, I'm going to put some more rap on. All right, put some rap on. Yeah. What I'm trying to do? Excuse me. I'm sorry about my throat, by the way. Uh, Will you tell me off air? Yeah. And then I can just repeat it, aren't I? No, no, don't. No, I'm not going to tell you. Think I'm an idiot. I'm going to tell you the wrong person. Kind (laughs) of. When I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and in the back of my mind, I hear my conscience call. LL Cool J I absolutely obsessed over that when I was when I was in my teenage years I thought that was genuinely the most romantic song <laughs> that I'd ever heard in my entire life I honestly did you right, Nat? yeah you did a bit of running around haven't you uh, we've had a little bit of a jiggle with the guests well, I had a jiggle with <laughs> <laughs> I had a jiggle <laughs> with the guests haven't we Nat? little jiggle with and, the um, guests so Gershwin's going to be coming up shortly yeah but first but before that we have uh, Mr Paul Wellens on the phone are you there Paul? I am, yes. How are we all? Uh, we're, we're all right. There's been yeah, a little bit of running around, because it's a pre-record, this, and right. we're trying to sort of switch around guests and stuff, and it occurred to me that the Super League season will be starting when this show comes out. Right, yeah. And I, I, I just want to promote it whenever I can, and honestly, man, every time that I bring up Super League in this studio... I have my producer... She's doing it as we speak. Well, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I have my producer rolling her eyes at I me. I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> so basically, I what I thought I would do is I would, I would aim high... Yeah. ...and send you a message and say, will you come on the show to help me promote Super League, the new Super League season? Well, I'm um, Super League at heart, you know me, so yeah, I'm all yeah. for it. Well, it's a difficult one as well for me, because you know... Like, like I've, I've met you twice... Yep. In my life, I think you'll only remember once. Although I recently found a photo <laughs> of the first time that I met you, which was after the Challenge Cup final in Cardiff, 2004. Yeah, yeah a very yeah, special yeah. day. That. It really was, <laughs> though, man. It really, like, it proper was. Um, but it's a picture of me, you, and Jason Hooper. I'm in the middle. <laughs> was, it, was that after the game? Was it? Well, me, right. Me and Vegas, and some others as well. Yeah. I should say, not like just me and Vegas, like Blues Brothers. Yeah. We we. We half blagged into the players' hotel. Right. Right. Now, it, we were told by... Who was it who told us to do it? Winger. Um, oh, Hoppy. Sean Hoppy. Oh, Sean Hoppy, yeah. Yeah, so we'd been with Sean Hoppy in the daytime, and Sean Hoppy said, yeah, just come down to the hotel. Even though he wasn't... He'd finished playing at that point. He went, yeah, come yeah, down to the yeah, hotel. Yeah. 
um, and and we just we kind of blagged in. Well, he was he, he was probably blagging in as well, so you just blagged <laughs> in with him as well. Yeah. Well, do you know what my favourite two stories are from that day? The first on. one was uh, Mike Stevenson, a guy called Steve, was a rugby league commentator, yep. a real yep. sort of love him or loathe him kind of a really divisive figure within okay. rugby league. Um, yep. But you know, rugby league at heart and stuff, you know, and, and I'll always applaud that. But that day, uh, Vegas had had a drink. Adrian. Johnny Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and confronted Steve O in, <laughs> in the players' hotel. And uh. he said the weirdest phrase to him, and I'll forget it, I'll, I'll remember it all my life. Well, he said, uh, everyone's raving about gas, but coal will always be the way. Is what he said in Steve's face. And he just stared back at him. (laughs) Um, Uh, And my other thing was James Graham, who's gone on to become like one of the world's greatest players, um, was there and wasn't playing that day. He was like a young lad. No, he actually puts that down. Uh, he, he, he attributes that day a lot to his success in terms of, he said, it was on the pitch, pitch that day and the field, watching everybody celebrate. Right. He said to himself, next time that happens, I'm going to be on that field. Isn't that ace, though? Playing, Isn't that, yeah. and, and he yeah. has gone on to become like one of the world's greatest players. Can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah sorry, Natalie. Added, sorry, um, how, you know you said, oh, I blagged it into a hotel. Yeah. How do you do that? What do you mean? Well, how do you blag it? You just, just walk in there, don't you? You've go? never been out with Vegas, have you? Well, they'll know who he is, won't they? So they'll, they'll just walk in, won't you? Yeah, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a showbiz do. It was a sports. It was a rugby league. All the players were in there. But he's quite well known as being a, a fan of rugby, isn't he? Yeah, it wasn't quite as simple as that. So, so did you have to yeah, sneak for, in? For, so security wouldn't have been the best in our hotel. We'd, we'd, have, we'd have allowed in any way from straight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we got in there, mate, and we got all the photos to prove it. But I said to James Graham that day, I went up to him and said, you're, you're one of the best players ever. This is honestly what I said. And he looked really happy, and I said, on the rugby league game. <laughs> <laughs> on the PlayStation game, <laughs> which he was, he was ace on it. But anyway, um, how how would you uh, ha- help me out with this? How how do yeah. I get the sport out there? Given the voice, limited voice that I have within the media, what what do you think is the best selling point for rugby league? The players, <laughs> like I don't just don't, I don't think we as a game push the mark all the players and like the kind of not just how talented they are because obviously some fantastic players who are you know the very best in, in the world of what they do yeah, yeah. but rugby league players in general are more more accessible than more sportsmen in, in other sports and but we just probably don't utilise that enough yeah well, well it's telling that I could just tweet you just now and now you're on the show well yeah yeah that, that, type, I mean? that type of stuff I think you know the players within our sports will we'll probably show your passion we want to do whatever's best for the game to try and promote it the best we can because I think everybody within rugby league understands how good a game is, and uh, probably we have that frustration that it's probably not as popular as it should be. Yeah. Uh, to you know, to, to kind of a, a wider audience, uh, and I think uh, you know there's been countless like uh, instances down the year. People when they go to rugby league, they actually they need, they need to go to appreciate how good it is, and once they go, and you kind of get a bug for it, and, and you can keep coming back. Um, I, 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 I wholly agree with that and, and I actually and it's two things by the way first off I, like even though I guess some listeners of the show won't be aware of Paul Wellens but I can't like let, and I know you'll be sort of humble about it anyway we're talking like a, a genuine big a big player yeah, yeah. in the game like, like, a, like a, 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 no but you are like a, a legend of the game right you, are, I know you, uh, you won't say you, well, you yeah. are 
No, you are. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Kind of, yeah, well, I've you know, played a long time. Obviously, you know, I'm fortunate to play for a great club in St. Helens and have a lot of success. And, uh, so, yeah, I mean, the world legend get, gets said it's it like pretty hard for me, as you know, when it gets said about me to kind of accept yeah, that. Course, but, like, uh, certainly very fortunate. Well, well, I'll, I'll I'll say then from this side, a- absolute legend. Like mm-hmm. I, when I interviewed Vegas for Forty Twenty magazine, mm-hmm. we we sat in Vegas's uh, kitchen and both went. We, we we said between us, "Who's the best player you ever saw play for Saints?" And this is a, a long time watching this. I've watched Saints since I was like five. Yeah, and I'm now twenty five, twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's many many years that I've been watching Saints, and we both didn't miss a beat, and both said Paul Wallens, like like e- easy. Oh. And that's including that Emil Meningas, including, you know, the, the lot. That, that's oh. that, that, easy. Um, but Ad, I interviewed Adam Hills recently, who's yeah. <laughs> um, been doing a lot with Warrington, um, with, oh, yeah, their, yeah. with their disabled team. Because uh, yeah. Warrington have just started having a disabled team. Leeds Rhinos have also got a disabled team coming in. And what mm. one of the things I'm trying to plug with Rugby League is how pro- progressive it is as a, as a sport. So Saints have just started a women's team. Yes, yeah, I think uh, there's quite a number of teams trying to get the, the women's game up and running. Uh, I mean, it, there's been, it's happened like, for a few years, but more on an amateur level. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. trying to get, obviously, the professional clubs involved in that. Uh, and, you know, it still will be an amateur in terms of, you know, these women are not getting paid, I don't think, at the moment. But, obviously, the long-term vision is that, you know, the sport can grow and, and give the women's game, you know, a real boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well it, when I spoke to Hills, Adam Hills, he said that he felt the way to market rugby league would be to make it exclusionary. So he he said that it should just be it's a northern thing. You won't get it. That was how he wanted. Yeah. To, that's honestly he thought that would be the best way of selling it to the yeah. south. Yeah. Is to go. Yeah. It's a northern thing. You won't get it. And then they'd want to know about it. Then I they'd feel it. like yeah, something yeah. was happening. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, he but he really loves the you know he he loves the sort of the. Uh, uh, the the northern bias within rugby league, you know, mm. he likes that. He you know that he, he finds that quite an appealing thing because it's kind of a cult sport, which yeah. is bizarre for such a huge sport. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you, know, you, you know, I've watched a lot. Uh, you know, I'm a fan of the last leg, and he mentions rugby league. You know, quite quite a bit on that as yeah, well. Yeah, in his badge, so. um, well, he's a, he's a big fan, but his uh, I think his last visit to Saints was the World Club Challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah. With the uh, uh, the Rabbitohs. Yeah, the Rabbitohs, yeah. Obviously, that's a game. From the St. Thomas perspective, we're going to be trying to forget about but, uh, <laughs> no, no, none, of, none of us wish to think of that day. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have also a long stand. I won't keep you very long, man, but I have a long-standing um, desire um, with regards to your career, which I still believe Saints should do. And I don't think you'd be up for it, but I still think this should happen, which is I think you should be registered as a player again. <laughs> right. I, 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 I on, like, I'm not even messing. I genuinely because you retired uh, two years ago. Was it three years ago? Um, it was Good Friday, 2015. I played my last game. Yeah. I retired a couple of months later after I had my hip, hip operation. I needed. It was just uh, probably got to the point where uh, <laughs> enough was enough. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, my, my producer yeah. is currently mouthing why. Yeah. Why, across why did you retire on Good Friday, 2015? Yeah. Well, I, basically, I was struggling with like a degenerative hip condition, which uh, you know. I was having injections in to be able to play, but there's only mm. so many injections you can have over a period of time. Yeah. And, uh, this one particular game, I, I was like literally trying to, I, I, I couldn't walk, never mind running. Uh, I was, it was it, limping around the field. It <laughs> was honestly the most, uh, again, I don't want to bring back bad memories for your man, but it, it was the most heartbreaking image I've ever seen in my entire life in rugby league. Like it really was, is seeing this lad who's been like a proper hero of us all for a long, long time yeah. on the pitch against our arch rivals in Wigan. The second half, 
and you just couldn't walk, eh? Yeah. No, no, yeah, I was just limping. But in, in, in some respects, when I retired, I actually found found it a lot easier to deal with the fact that, uh, you know, I, I always think if I'd have retired on my own terms, which I suppose a lot of people want to do, yeah, I would have always gone away thinking, I wonder if I, I could have gone another year or yeah, I wonder yeah, if I could have yeah. played some more. Yeah. But in some respects, I felt at ease that actually, <laughs> I, I knew like my, my, my body had packed in, in on me and obviously I, I needed the operation to, to, to mend my hip which, which I got yeah. and it became more about kind of restoring a quality of life as opposed to playing rugby again but, so, but didn't you play again recently in a charity game? oh yeah yeah. I mean that was a bit of a kick about with a few of the older guys who retired I, I think every now and again you dip your toe back in the water to remind yourself why you packed in I put it to you Paul Wallens yeah. <laughs> Here's my argument. You ready? <clears throat> I yeah. put it to you, Paul Wellens, that if you can turn out in a charity game, Yorkshire versus Lancashire, yeah. right, and and not get stretched off, did you yeah. play the full game? Yeah, but I, I played it for like Right, yeah. fine. Then I put it to you, because um, your career stats are exceptionally amazing. But there's one that's yeah. a, that's a niggling one, which is I know what you're going to say. Yeah, 495 games. Yeah, right? 495 games. Right. Five yeah. 500 yeah. a magic number. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Very few and far between. Get could you have done like half of half of games, and then that would have counted as this a game? This is my argument. It? Yeah, come on now. Well, I, I, I think you should do. I mean, I got five hundred in terms of my career because uh, my international games and stuff like that added oh, onto it. it. So that's it. Kind of, uh, yeah, I can kind of take kind of peace of mind from that a little bit. On the on the mug in my kitchen, <laughs> with you on it, Paul. <laughs> yeah. With all your stats on it, it says very clearly. <laughs> Four, was it 495? It was 495, wasn't it? 495, yeah. 495. Mm. It clearly says 495 appearances, right? Yeah. I would argue that if you're registered as a player, I, I believe, here's, here's the things I believe, I believe the fans would subsidise it, one. Yeah. I don't think it costs a yeah. club a penny. I think the fans would subsidise it. I also think you're long overdue a testimonial gig, by the way, that Vegas was meant to organise it. He still hasn't done. Because <laughs> um, I, I put my hand up to do that. Um, I think the fans would subsidise it. We could get around the salary cap that way. We could do it like that you're employed in the shop or something like they used to do. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be a sub in games. We could do it in Mickey Mouse games, you know, games that don't, yeah. that, that are shooing to win or whatever, even though that doesn't really happen in Super anymore. We could put you on for literally 30 seconds at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, it counts, yeah. It? Just, just for five more for games. five more games. And I don't think there's a soul in St. Helens that would disagree with that. I as will a, put as a some concept. money. I'll put some money towards this. She's got none, Paul. But, but you know it. what? I, I'd struggle. I, I mean, it would be nice, but I'd struggle with the fact that if I go on the bench for five games, yeah. you know, some poor soul who probably deserves an opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. to play in those five games won't get that, get and, that chance. So. And, and that, why, that right there is why you're a legend at St. Helens. <laughs> Thank you. It is. Uh, well, look, man. All the best for the season because it's good. Paul still coaches at Saints and stuff, and um, and yeah. with the England setup as well, um, which was a bit of a heartbreaking World Cup. Oh, it was. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, I'm not, I've not watched it back yet. I'm, I'm, I'm plucking up the courage to watch the game. But. Do you know what, man? Like, honestly, no shame there. No shame. I, yeah. I, I wrote in my article in Forty Twenty Magazine uh, after the first game that I was fed up of coming close and I was fed up of yeah. putting up with that. I think I was actually more boisterous than I normally would be. Yeah. Um, but I was I was a bit sort of like you know this is stupid this is ridiculous that's why I don't care about internationals and all that and I got swept away in that tournament and and at the end of that game whilst I was gutted you know that we didn't win the cup I still felt genuinely at that point no shame there no 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 it was a fun, I mean a fantastic performance from the lads I mean it was a fantastic seven eight weeks that we had in Australia and uh, you know the way the group you know came together and you know the I've never been involved, both as a player and a coach, in a yeah, national yeah. setup, with, which has been as tight. 
And I think you know that that reflected in the performances on the field. I, I, I absolutely agree, with you, man. I, I absolutely agree with you. And and I had been the one saying, "I'm sick of being close. I'm sick of being nearly men and all that." But but on that on that day. I, I genuinely felt like no, that actually counts. That was actually th- yeah. there was there was no- nothing wrong with that. And you know what it's like at Saints. Like, for a long time, I was uh, I was one of the bridesmaids at Saints. Yeah, well, I think the frustration with Australia a lot of times is that uh, you know being able to compete with the Australians, and I think uh, it's, it's fair to say uh, watching that game, we more than competed with them. In fact, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know the final stage of the game, there's only one team finishing finishing the game in the in, in the right way, and Australia to their credit, despite you know. No way of pressure. They, they, they hung on, but certainly we were finishing the game stronger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely agreed. Uh, heartbreaker, but you know, but but there we go on that one. That was like that. That was that was fair enough. Um, Paul, I genuinely, I know, I've sort of just sprung this on you. So I genuinely appreciate you joining us, and long may your success continue at Saints and and on the international setup and that. It's um, I've held this together quite well. You have. I'm very impressed. Yeah, yeah I have. Because I, I can't ask you for your autograph over the phone. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll see you soon, man. Thanks for joining us. No, the pleasure's all, man. If I can ever help you in any way, you know where we are. Come no in. Could you get? Would you mean come, come in? He's in St. Helens. We're in London. No, not to, not now. I don't just mean this second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, on a Monday, just swing through. Just get, well, get me. Yeah, get me. Get me I'd love to come and join you one day, no problem. You're more than welcome. You've got an open invite, man. Yeah. Um, and um, try and try and sort me a trial at Saints. I think I could still ki- at least kick goals at 44. Well, I think there's, there's probably more chance of you, you getting the run than, than me getting those five games. Let's so. go head to head, man. Let's go, let's go head to head. See, maybe it's my opportunity that doesn't happen because of your charity case. <laughs> uh, take care. Uh, yeah, all the best. Cheers, Thanks, man. Paul. Bye bye. Paul Wellens there. Yeah. Crisscross jump. Is it true that one of them is dead? Yes. Which one, Daddy Mac or not? I, th- I don't know. Which what did they one? die from? Again, I don't know. I feel like it was leukemia or something. Well, That's I'm something. Just, yeah, well, I was going to find out horrible, for you. Is that recent? No, no, I think it was a while back. A while ago, yeah, it was Chris, Chris Mac, Daddy, and Daddy Mac. And um, one of them is because um, I, I wonder whether it might have been Mac Daddy died. Um, away, yeah. That's awful. I, I think it's. Um, one of those things that turns out to be an urban legend, so I wanted to double-check it, like Keenan no, no. and Kel. Someone, one, oh, do you no. when there was a rumour that one of them was dead? Seriously? Yeah, and they weren't. No, I missed that one. But it went round loads that, mm. that one of them was dead. Uh, we're joined now by Gershwin Eustash Jr. Am I saying your surname correctly? Indeed, indeed. Perfect. I wouldn't have even worried about it, <clears throat> but for the fact that my producer before the show was in the other room oh, going, sake. how is that? No. Eusta- no. Eusta- how would I say oh. that? You And I, I was like, Eustash? And he's like, oh, is it yeah. Eustash though, is it? I've had no, many well, that's definitely not what happened in that term. Speaking I said... Up, I apologise for my producer speaking over Sorry, you. I just want to clarify. No, go on, go I thought on. it was Eustache. I said Eustache and I was right. So were there any ver- other variations of the name that came out? Eustache. Oh, no. I've had many ver- different variations. That's why I asked Eustache. I've had Eustache. I've had Eustache. You should. So instead of the you, you know. You should absolutely put an accent over that A, that final yeah. A. But Eustache. 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 I like Eustache that. Junior. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. People will be able to stop themselves yeah, yeah. from going Junior. Junior. Bit of suave. Bit yeah, of suave yeah, yeah. Hey, you're in Pinocchio at the moment. I am. At indeed. the National. Yeah, so we started, um, we had our first preview early December. Okay. Um, and it is running until the 10th of April. 
So we're nice. in rep with Network that's yeah. there at the moment yeah, 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 yeah. with uh, Cranston. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've not seen that as yet, but everyone's been giving it rave reviews, man. Um, but yeah, no, Pinocchio's. It's cool to be part of uh, kind of uh, repri- well, it's not a reprisal. It's no one's ever done it on stage before. Pinocchio. Um, no, surely they have. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. They've not given the Disney haven't been free with the rights. Oh, so is it a Disney production? Yeah, yeah. Oh well, wow. Right. Okay. So it's it, Disney obviously had to give the rights to to John Tiffany as the director. Yeah. Um, and the creative team. Um, and I think it's the first time that they've given someone a free reign to play completely with the story. Okay. So uh, they've got the Disney version of Pinocchio and they've got the Kalodi version of Pinocchio, which okay. is the earlier version. And um, Kelly, who's written this script, has like veered towards the darker parts with yeah, the yeah, Kalodi, yeah. which has been really, it's been fun to play around mm. inside of the room. Is, them, is it musical? It is a musical. Is yeah. it the musical from the Disney film? Yeah, so you've got the music from okay. the Disney film. Like and got no strings and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So we've got uh, Martin Lowe is <coughs> the musical director on it. And he's just put together some incredible pieces, um, uh, orchestra, and loads of incredible voices on stage. How long is um, it on for? So, as I said, until 10th of April. Yeah. I think I'd at love national, that. At the National Theatre until Because I don't live in London, so I miss these things. I think I would well, love go. that. I think you should go. Who do you play in it? Uh, so I'm playing Stromboli. Okay, nice, nice. If you uh, if you want some tickets, I know uh, not free because that's not no, that's not what I was getting no, at no, all. No, 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 he doesn't he likes to pay. I like reserve. to pay. I don't but I don't really like taking comps. No, even uh, not even a, a comp thing. Like I can uh, if you give you me a date. He can sell him. He can sell him a couple reserve, of reserve, tickets. Reserve what, you tickets won't even give me comps. So you're fine coming on promoting on my show, but you won't even give me comps. We'll see how the interview goes. Why can I not get free tickets for it? Let's see how the interview goes, and you know by the end of it, it might be you know a bit weird. <laughs> you, 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 so you're on my dollar right now promoting your shit but, but when I say oh can I have a comp to your show it's like oh no you can't have it no, I'll, I'll reserve you one I've had I've had to pay for family as well yeah. it's, also, you know, it? it's a yeah. weird thing it doesn't happen in all theatres that but mm. I think it's an often unknown quantity about certainly the West End as well the West End's like ruthless for it yeah which is even cast can't get comps they can't yeah. get or they're given a limited amount you're given like sometimes you hear in certain theatres they're given like one comp per yeah, yeah. one um, isn't really do people would you go to the theatre on I guess you could I, go by yourself I, had I quite to, like it I, I had to befriend the majority of the cast of Bass Out of Hell to get a ticket at different times to go different times oh, <laughs> okay, right. I had one off Geo, I had one off Sharon Sexton you I so they gave you a ticket rather than two no they gave me two I, I, I like think Bass Out of Hell because it was new they were, they were a bit more liberal yeah. in the comps yeah, yeah. you know, to sort of get it up and going now they've won all the Olivier Awards have they won all the Olivier Awards no Standard wasn't it the they won Standard Awards really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no more comps I know we had them on the show when are they back on uh, it's April, yes. I think. Yes, I want to say they were on the show a couple of weeks ago, weren't they? On our show? Oh, oh yes. What's yeah, right? in have December. You had, how long other people's shows? No, no, on this show in December. Do you remember that was the night after the Evening Standard Awards, and we had two of them. Oh God, we did yes, as well. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. I really like the sound of that, but that's—I mean—that's not really what we're going to be talking about. But I—I I, I liked when you said that it's gone, that it's kind of dark, pain, darker you, stuff. Yeah, if you've got any, I don't know, like. Even as a child, there's not a part of you that... Well, there is a part of you that enjoys being scared. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So there are definitely moments in the play where, like, I have wondered how children are going to sort of take it. Pinocchio's terrifying. Like, it traumatised. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. when when I heard uh, about the audition... You know, it draws back all the memories of sitting down there watching the film. Yeah. I was traumatized by that yeah, donkey yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, it's really frightening. Like, like, and you forget the images that you see because I waited until I knew that I was going to do it, and then I rewatched um, the Disney movie. Yeah. yeah, and you've got these when they go into the uh, Pleasure Island section. 
you've suddenly got the coachman turning around and he's whipping these really dark figures just yeah. pushing they're not even like human beings they're just these dark figures pushing these gates closed yeah. and what stuck with me was the obviously Lampy sort of like transforming into the donkey because yeah. that is absolutely horrific and yeah. screamed the brain and everything but you forget that they set it up with those images earlier than that part so you already and, got a little and there's also a, there's certainly a, an underlying sinister aspect to, to a certain sort of portrayal of sort of traveling carnival folk right that has a kind of a, a sinister thing to it so if it's played the right way where it's mm. all mm. front mm. and you're like well what's going on behind yeah, what's yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of the elephant man sort of idea as well you know it's all that sort of business yeah. i think pinocchio is a really frightening uh, if you choose to look at it that way I really and I like that. I okay. like when stuff has a real dark edge and stuff. Well, I like stuff. To, I'm sorry, man. No, no, no. Um, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say Stromboli's like that in yeah, terms yeah. of the front. So he's all he's a showman. So yeah. he's all front and then mm. you know, but a villain a behind scenes, locking children up and totally. Uh, yeah, I like. I would enjoy it. I was. Yeah? In, did I say I was in Alice in Wonderland once playing the Mad Hatter? Long before like death in the movie and all that, and we okay. did a, a proper adult version of, of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and I was <clears throat> so all the. The madness of the tea party in that was just played as genuine smearing shit quite, on the walls. No, madness. I, I do yeah, find yeah, that yeah, quite yeah. creepy as well. Yeah. I, was I was a ruthless mad hatter. Yeah. Really was. Back in my youth. I can imagine. How long did you get to play it for? Not very long. It's part it was through my university, well, drama college, whatever it was mm-hmm. gonna be called. Um, it was not it was Bretton Hall, so it wasn't a real drama college, but it was a real drama college and it was well respected drama okay. college, but only because I think the people that went there ignored it. Just did their own thing. What in terms of ignoring like the name or just kind of no? I think Bretton Hall has a good name, but Mm. I think for the people who went there, they know that it was bullshit. So, so they know that it was like no, we were the ones who actually ignored the course and just used the facility. No, the alumni of it though, because as I've seen the the Wikipedia page, which I was looking at text you, I was like, oh, all these people. I think I'm on it twice. You are on it because it's on it. On my stage name, I'm me. League of Gentlemen on it. Yeah, there's a bunch of other. John Kerrigan was in my year. Yeah, I'll have to take a look at the list. It yeah. doesn't exist um, anymore, Bretton Hall. Okay. Not that you no, need to go back down. to drama school; that would be weird. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, Gershwin, love, what's some of your work? Uh, I don't think Gershwin was suggesting I'll have to no, 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 no. <laughs> do a bit more training. <laughs> oh, just go back and enroll. I'm like, no, it's clear. I can find. You. I can send you some other names of drama no, schools. Please, 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 so we're speaking today, or we were going to be speaking today about Britannia, right. which is a new Sky Atlantic series. Um, which you, and you're in that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and do I? Is it on yet? Yeah, well, you can get it all on Sky Atlantic at the moment. I think it's on Now TV as, as well, yeah, isn't it, is. it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's one of those where you, you can watch all the episodes. That like way, a I box set, yeah. sort of. Yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. What happens in Britannia? <laughs> That was unfair. No, that that was my bad. That, that oh. was totally my bad. Yeah. I, saw, I saw your glass go to your lips and then asked you yeah, a really you quick question. What happened to Britannia? Come on. Yeah, well, there's a huge poster campaign water, for it uh, yeah, everywhere. No, um, it, it, like, it, it's, it, you, you do the filming and then, you, you know, you kind of, obviously you leave it in other people's hands to yeah, handle yeah. the editing and yeah. sort of put together this polished thing at the end of it. But you kind of get on with other projects, and then suddenly all it's, the, uh, it's the advertising starts coming well, up. I've seen it, David Morrissey, Mackenzie yeah. Crook. It's a big Mackenzie in it. Mackenzie Crook's in it. It's, He's awesome um, in it, by the way. Is it, but is it, did you work with him much? Uh, I did. I have. I only literally had a couple of scenes and getting to see him pass nice by me. Oh, so you didn't yeah, get yeah, to yeah. Not in terms of like like scene work. He's a nice yeah. boy, Mackenzie. Yeah. Like he really, really yeah. is. We should try and get him on here. I will do, but he's... I know, Mackenzie. Well, and a couple of other presenters that work here also, and they said he's incredibly shy and doesn't really like doing interviews. What, Mackenzie? Yeah. 
be all right with me though. All right, well that's you know that's. Or maybe Dan wouldn't. Can't maybe that would be well, even but worse. But put my so no, but the thing is, the Dan was the one said to me like, oh, it's really hard to get him to do interviews because he's really shy. Mm-hmm. He's not that shy. Or is he not? Well, he is, I'll try then. It's all part of his thing, isn't it? I'm, well, I'm shy. Oh, I'm shy. I'm shy. <laughs> I like him a lot. And, like then, and then it keeps it quiet that he cuts people. <laughs> Well, he, he looks like he might be a villain in it. Can you tell me, just judging by the um, emotional think, material? I think it, it depends on what what you like, deem as a villain. Yeah, yeah. What angle you look at it as? Okay. Because if you if you sort of appreciate the things that the Romans have sort of spread amongst uh, parts of the world in terms of buildings and roads and whatnot, architecture, then you kind of might air more towards them in terms of the movements that they're making obviously if you air in towards the the tribes that were in britain at the time um and trying to keep not purity but you know obviously it's their land and they've suddenly got these people invading their lands and yeah, if, yeah. You're, if you're siding towards them no, then i support him now i've changed my mind he's not a villain no, i'm i've not decided yet i've not decided which side i'm on yet on this one mind. i don't like to jump to conclusions yeah true true um is, is Mackenzie heavily made up in it? Has he got prosthetics on his face? Yeah, stuff? so... Okay, um, so I, I have seen some promos. You know you've seen the poster yeah, and yeah, he's... Yeah, I know, yeah. What, I know what it is now. Yeah. That was my first day on the job. But literally, I came into the makeup trailer and uh, I had been sat down. Uh, they started shaving off hair off my face, literally turned around. I saw Mackenzie Crook and Jody, who's right. playing Willa. And they came into the trailer in full prosthetics dark black eyes just and jagged teeth and I nearly shut myself really yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. thinking well, okay well what world are you walking into because wow. like even as as a Roman like you sort of you're shown like the costume that you might be wearing yeah and, yeah you know we got the chance I was on it quite early so I got the chance to sort of see the materials that they were going to make the costumes out of but you can never sort of imagine yeah. what the team and the designing team are actually going to make out of this this, this, this material um, and I, I guess those moments as well like speaking from, from a human perspective mm. as well just of, of like oh my god I'm on a film set sort of idea is I suppose those are the moments as well when you see someone come in and pr- where you're like oh my god this is real mm. we are making a real proper thing here yeah 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 I mean with me I'm going to say scepticism I like to call it practical yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, like there's, there's, there's always a part of me like even when you're told oh yeah you've got the gig like not until I'm on set and, and on location yeah. and someone says action right. then there's always part of me like okay well someone might be joking here I'm yeah waiting. but that, yeah. that's not ridiculous <laughs> but not even mm. that yeah. that's not ridiculous in that mm-hmm. industry because it's, it's not ridiculous to literally lose a part while you're in the car on the way to that's film crazy. it you know it's, it's, it's not yeah. ridiculous is it I remember Marcus Briggs thought once saying to me that um, it's, I say it like you said in, in private I was interviewing for something and I remember he was in Love Actually, I think it was, or yes, Nothing Hill. Yeah. It was one of those. Uh, I think it was Love Actually, the, the DJ, the one with Bill Nye. Okay, which yeah. One, yeah, that yeah. one. And, yeah. he, and he said to me, he just filmed it. And mm. I've known Marcus for quite a long time, but I was interviewing him, and we were sort of saying, oh, you're, in, you're in this new Rich Curtis film. And he went, yeah, I don't know if I am or not. Mm. And we went, what do you mean? He went, well, I filmed it, but I always do a thing where I read the script, <clears throat> and then I read it again mm. without my part in it, and see if it still works. Right. Oh, right, right. And he, so he basically just pulled his scene out of the script yeah. and read it again and went, no, that's... I know, the film would have worked that, without his scene in, well, that, absolutely. Well, but that's I, where, I, yeah. when you know about movies and stuff, right. you know about how mm. they want to get them tight and all that that's sort of thing. That's true, yeah. That, that if something's going to get cut, they're going to cut stuff that isn't essential to the plot. Well, so you, you, you can never go, I'm definitely in it, no. if your scene is cuttable. Do you know the director Terence Malick? Yeah. So obviously, so quite often, like, I was working well, with he's him. done. A, uh, yeah. He's he's done a lot of film, but he will have like you know, in his last film, he just cut Christian Bale out of it completely, 
or when he does a thin red line there's Fair George Clooney he just cuts people up um, Terence Malick uh, with the film with oh god well, I can't remember it was with Ryan Gosling and Michael Fassbender in it um, about the singers but also when he did The Tree of Life and, and all other films he has just he's quite well known for just, just over filming and then out. just when editing because they're all about three hours long as films anyway he'll just look and say to an actor oh, I'm really sorry I've just had to cut you, <laughs> cut but, you out of the film but come on let's go through some of the alum, alumni Oh, Brett Bowles, <laughs> dip in. From my you see, are on Graduates include comedian Ray Peacock, brackets Ian Bowlesworth. There you go. So, I'm, on, I'm, a, so I'm there, and I am there. So you've got oh, two twice. Wikipedia yeah. pages. Though. So I um, need to do that. I need to go uh, and look. Well, uh, we, c- we can't alias. see. I didn't do it. No, it's, it's long gone that name, but it's, <laughs> some people I just cling to it. I don't see Gershwin. I'm just beneath Richard O'Brien. <laughs> I, she, I, I really I need to go back to drama school yeah, is what it is like, we can put anything on Wikipedia uh, well, we, we can, can, put, can actually we, we now, can literally add it right now that you went to Bretton Hall put me on there for like five go? minutes uh, so I went no, to we, identity drama school uh, I think Bretton Hall's better than that I think we, <laughs> <laughs> we could just put you on there well, I think I say we want you yeah well add you to Bretton the problem is though because this is a pre-record by next week it'll be gone again so we need to go well who would change it set a timer who would go onto it and go set an alarm to change it next Monday okay fine Toby, make a note of that. We'll get on there. David Rappaport, when may you rest in peace? Uh, Kate McGregor was in my year. Yeah. But her name was Kate Roberts. Emma, oh, Kate Emma, Roberts was her real name. Emma Fryer, okay. I like her. She, she was in, in Ideal. With I'm Johnny telling Pitt. you about Kate McGregor. Oh, yeah, Kate McGregor. Kate McGregor was uh, in Emmerdale for a long time. I can't okay. remember the name of the girl she played, but she was in it for ages. Mm-hmm. Click on it. Um, John Godber. Yeah. Esther Hall was in my year as well. Um, Mark Gatiss wasn't. Hall. Kay Meller. I don't know the name Esther Hall. What was she? Do you know what? When I'm even well, when I said she's in my year, I was, I thought maybe I just know her name from something. I mean, else. we're on Wikipedia. You can just click through and look. I don't know why we're like, oh, what has yeah, she, she, she done? She would have totally been in my year. Um, yeah, she's done some stuff. Oh, she's in Queer as Folk. Yeah, maybe that's Spooks Rome. I uh, think I think she was third year when I was first year. How long was she in Rome for? Because I did um, obviously watch that when it came out and watched it before as um, research for Britannia. Because is, is this a bit like, like a Romey, a bit sexy historical so drama? Is Rome, gonna be yeah, so Rome yeah. is... Can I is, applaud that, first of all? Can I just applaud how what? you just brought this interview back? No, very good. That was back exceptional, to how you did that then. Rome, uh, to watch for the... Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. how you went... What, when was she in Rome? Because, of course, I, w- I watched that in preparation and then you just <laughs> literally got us by the scruff of the neck yeah. while you're going, why is he promoting his own yeah. stuff? I'm happy that I, I, I made, no, I made I the link it. between Esther Hall. I'm genuinely and, and like, that's not just me chatting shit. So I'm I said, oh, no, you. I know that. Oh, right, okay, that was a genuine compliment. <laughs> I thought that was, that was really impressive. You literally get back here yeah. and talk about my talk stuff. About me. <laughs> No, I see, I see the similarity between Rome and Britannia, which mm. is on Sky Atlantic currently, all episodes and now TV. <laughs> so you know yours plugs, was, plugs, yours was more crowbar yeah it was, yeah, it was a crowbar yeah yours felt awkward no, but he did but it kind of naturally yeah it's true so, you went anyway but I uh, I don't know so we still we had the same producer as Rome okay, as well. uh, okay. Right. Rome was good I liked that she's like hmm, well I sure. think she was there at the same time as me Esther Hall okay. but I can't picture her so what there. years were you doing I left in 92 or 93 I think it was okay. something like that even though I'm only 24 now yeah, which makes it really. I was there as a baby. Right. If those, I don't know if those sums work. What year would you like it to say on your Wikipedia when I add it? What uh, year so would you like to say it, you if were you, there? If you put it that I was there from how old are you? So now I'm thirty three. So put it like say he was in my year. So okay, so we're making. We're going to make on next week, Toby on Wikipedia, and we make it one for Gershwin. We're going to say he was there from what? What year were you there? What should we say? I say we do this. This is what I say we do. Right. I say we put in there that um, one of the uh, most famous productions that came out of Bretton Hall yeah. was when Ian Bowlesworth 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'll say I was in it, right? So we've got Gershwin Eustace Jr. and Ian Bosworth performed yep. Waiting for Goddamn. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, no footage or pictures exist of it. This but is it, at but when it, you're at Brighton Hall, yeah? But yeah, but okay. it's still, but they did it at the Wakefield Opera House, say something like that. It's still leg- legendary, and the League of Gentlemen talk about it as a great inspiration for their future. Yeah, careers. brilliant. Please. Okay, that's, that's it. And if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you could please just let me know when it gets up so I could take a picture <laughs> so, of it. Yeah. No, I'm, don't I'm worry. So you can I'll take a picture and then call your management and go, get that down now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a wiki page at the moment? You've got one. No, I haven't. I haven't put one up. This is my worry about Wikipedia. As you said, anyone can put anything that they want on there. It's a nightmare. Just, I think my, I think mine went up for my management. I think originally, I think, but the stuff on my wiki page is like, like there's nothing up, up there like, oh, he's a sex offender or anything like that. You know, no one's been up yeah, mess with it. Yeah, but yeah. there is too much stuff on my Wikipedia page, and like I, I, I've been on tried to edit it, and then they write and go, well, you shouldn't be editing it. It's not your because because you're the person. I'm like. Surely you should be the one that's yeah, actually yeah. like verifying the stuff on the but page. But it, it can't be someone related to the person because it's got to be a publicly. Honestly, it's, the whole thing's bullshit. But every single warm up I've ever done is on that page. So someone's taking the trouble to every put single everything. one. I, I have changed people wicked with like presenters I work with. I used to put one was in El Dorado. He never was in El Dorado. <laughs> put another one was but on mine, Benny Hill. Mine show. are real things. I, think if on my nerves, I just think it's just too much. There's things in there that talk about peacock and gamble and, uh, right. and, and long things about what happened at the show. And it's like just say yeah, the show yeah, happened. Yeah. You don't have to. Well, that's an uber fan of you and well, you, you not, two together. They're not helping. Well, they haven't put about this waiting for God. That's on all there, I yeah. want to be remembered for. Is when me Fine. and Gershwin did Wait for it's, Goddard. It's, it's my, <laughs> <laughs> my crowning performance. Yeah. Was. It was good, wasn't it? I thought, I, <laughs> I thought it was you excellent. Know, I thought, I you need know, some mystique I was an to it. excellent Vladimir in that. There's a rumour that there's a lost tape of it somewhere. You need a little mystique, don't you? Isn't, definitely Why? isn't. Why? So, someone could have been filming. No, there definitely isn't. But I believe that there is, no, is I, interest from the West End or the National for it to be revived at oh, some okay. point in the future. I see. He's got I it. See. I see. I think we did, what we did is we did a Dave Chappelle. You know, you make sure that no one has the mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. You just make sure there was no no phones at the time also they weren't even a thing at that point but yeah <laughs> I was going to think how, when did the Mercury yeah. one to one come out yeah. I'm not too no, sure no, but no, um, phone. Was not, no, no. not a no, sausage no video oh. cameras like Nothing not, not allowed inside I don't of know. Them. No. No, nothing. nothing no literally no evidence but that's no what made it special that it ever existed well, ever. that's why <laughs> that's why they can't go off to the League of Gentlemen because there's no proof because no one remembers I it I think they'll back us up I told you I met Reese and Steve at one of the battles of Els at the Premier Battle yeah 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 um well, look, I, I, I wish you all the best with it, man. And um, I always like it when it's... Because uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Some pricks walk through that door. Mm. Oh. Um, so I like it when somebody comes in who's a laugh and that and, and I think is a good sort. Well, so, you're a good sort. So I wish you all the success. I could, I'll tell you some names of people that weren't. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's, a, honestly, there's, a, there's a few people who I... Not would, really. Who I would say... Do you want me to name names? No. Drop I them. can't think of any. Drop There's a minute, nice man. people. There's not been many. No, not no, many. No, no. But, but some. But not you, Gershwin. Um, no, not you, you at all, man. Um, so, uh, Gershwin Eustache Jr., it's been a genuine pleasure speaking to you. Eustache. Okay, Eustache. Eustache. I do apologise. Yeah. I've made a fool of what myself. What did you say? No, no, no. I just, I'm, I just, I'm giving you... <laughs> I, just said, I just said Eustache, and of course it's Eustache. It's the suave. <laughs> it's just the suave that we added at the start of the hey, interview, man. Come on, let's have a bit of uh, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very what much. What would you have if you got a choice? Probably. Oh, it might be a bit of soca music to leave me out. But, um, but yeah, no, Jazzy Jeff, yeah, Fresh I'm, Prince, I'm, I'm What's What's uh, let's go for summertime, man. Oh, I think Wait. it's a good call. Yeah. Boom.
Natalie, tell me now. I can't tell you now. You can't, when we come back in, say to me, I'll tell you that afterwards. No, but I can't. It was about a guest that's coming on in a few weeks, or Who's maybe that? even next month. Uh, well, it be Phil Jupiter's after you've upset him, will it? Okay, let's talk, okay. We'll talk about this. <laughs> okay, then. You said Phil Jupiter's was, was, you know, wanted to come on the show. Yep. I said, cool, yep. um, how should I get in touch with him? And you sent me his phone number. Yeah. I, I texted him. Yeah, this yeah. is before Christmas, actually. Nothing I didn't, back. didn't know anything back. Terrible so name like, in the industry now, Phil Jupiter's. So you then tweeted earlier saying basically he's getting a terrible name because I'm annoyed because he's back joke. to me. And, and I think maybe he wasn't really, happy really with that. Annoyed. He wasn't happy with that really with you not. at all. <laughs> Because I didn't follow it up. I don't think he was really annoyed. No, I think he was just... But I think he was like, oh, I think, no, I, I think he was being apologetic. And I was like, no, no, it's cool. I was only taking the piss. See, the thing is, when you text somebody, if they don't text you back, I don't. I can't re-text them. Well, you've got to go through his management now. You've ruined it. You've ruined any personal relationship we ever had with Phil Jupiter. Not necessarily. Now you've got to do it all through I'll management look at his, and PR. I'll ask him for his baked bean recipe. And do you think that he's going to want to talk to you now? Of after, after all this... <laughs> After all this mess, after all this mess, and also, by the way, no sooner was that lad out of the studio, no sooner had the door shut on his ass than you were giving it, and he was gorgeous. He was a little. Well, that's definitely not how I said. I said he was a very nice man Uh, and not unattractive. There we go. Which is very different to. So, but you know, what what do I do here, Nat? What do I do? Because when I say that you're you fancy people, you're like, no, don't say that, okay. don't say that. And yet, no, so, can you imagine? If, okay. Can you imagine? Do you want me to say to you something? You said the same so, thing when Le- Le- Leonie Elliott left the studio. You were like, cool, she's gorgeous. So you said it too. I said, what a beautiful girl. Right. You said the but same. But that doesn't necessarily mean the same that thing. doesn't necessarily mean their looks or anything. That means like, what a beautiful person. Right. And so when I, I said, what a lovely man, doesn't I mean wasn't that he's... licking the glass as they were leaving. Well, no, there was that. You said that about loads of women when they left the studio. And like, men. Yeah, and I've said the same thing. It's absolutely fine. Yeah, but yours to is say, more like, oh, God, wouldn't mind a ride on that. Well, 100%. That's I've what never you're getting said at. that. On your life, I've never said that. Um, I never said it. And I think actually you can find somebody attractive and go, or even good looking <laughs> without fancying you. them. I've seen people leave here, you'd be like, oh, let them do anything. <laughs> Well, you have so. Well, then I must have misheard it now. Yeah, you must have. But, like but when you said tomatoes instead of Smarties the other week. And like oh, a, I've got some Smarties. Well, there we go. I'd like to have some Smarties. Um, yes, so someone's... Oh, hello. Someone's bringing me some tea. Thank you very much. I wanted a bag of Smarties. Thank That's you. what I wanted. And I found some at the shop across no, the road. That's, good. Got, that's where I got the Smarties Do you want some? Well, I would like to have one. Oh, so you got them from across the road? Yeah. So you bought me... Well, now you're not having any. Why? So you bought me a, ch- a little uh, shitty little tube of Smarties when you could have got there. I didn't see, that, I didn't see those, actually. I didn't have those on which last a, week. Which is a, a bit more. Um, I didn't get to eat one earlier. Yeah, you didn't because your Cause boyfriend stole them. He took them, all of them, didn't he? he I, st- I said to you, Daniel that. Ling's, would you like a Smarties? You took all... Fa- well, that was a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Let's eat some Smarties. Let's have a, let's have a minute and eat some Smarties yeah. before this copper comes in. Extra copper. Ruins everything. Yeah, they're all the same, mate. Wow. They all stay the same, don't they? Not really. Coppers. Coppers. Can I ask him about whether he's like... Drop <coughs> you an orange one. Yeah, go for it. I don't... Can I take a pink or purple? Or take a purple one. Okay. Can I ask him nice. if he's ever, like, fiddled with evidence? <laughs> what do you mean by fiddle? Well, like, if he's ever put someone's dabs on something that wasn't I'm there. thinking that he like might... a shooter or he something? He might arrest you. Arrest me? He could do, for couldn't what? he? Well, for just being naughty and saying he ever fiddled with evidence. I arrest you for being naughty. <laughs> Is that how you imagine the police to work? Come here, you. I arrest you. Is this because your parents, when you were a kid, said, "I'm going to bring the police here to yeah, arrest you for being, being naughty"? naughty. Yeah, yeah. Stop being naughty. I'm not sure. He, I'm not sure that he's going to arrest me for being naughty. I don't know. I was watching a bit of Hunted, and um, I'm he could find me quite easily. I've got drugs in my house at the moment. Well, why are you saying that for? I have. I've got illegal. He will already have your address. He's so good at knowing where people live. I'm not. Um, 
What sort of drugs? Um, Maybe don't pot. say. Oh, why have you got pot? Because Barry brought it around. Barry? Mm. I did not know <clears> he was he's into not, pot. He's not at all. Why have you got it? Because he did this thing, what he d- often does, where he takes something that I said as a joke about? seriously. And I said something like, when we were shooting one night, when we were back at the hotel, uh, we were at this B&B. I don't are, you sp- are you should you be saying this? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, we were back at the B&B, and he'd taken uh, codeine. Damien. Oh, I thought we were saying something else. <laughs> you think it was cocaine? I was like, no, no, no. Uh, Damien, no. The, the DOP, had taken codeine as oh, well. Oh, codeine's legal, he, so that's legal. Yeah, but Damien well. had nothing wrong with him. He just took it just for the high. It does give you a high. Barry it? had it because um, he had a sore knee, so that's why he, he had codeine with him. And I had melatonin, right? And we all got a bit giddy, and it's like a, nice. like a child sleepover. It was stupid. And I said during that night, oh, I wish we had some pot. As a joke. Because you don't smoke. Um, you definitely no, don't no. smoke pot. I know that. And Barry took that to mean that he should go and get me some pot for the next block of shooting. Well, that means he knows quite easily where to get. Or was he just he wand- was he wandering around he going, doesn't. anyone it, got any pot? It was given to him at a gig. Who's going to gigs? That, I'll giving... tell you the rest of the story afterwards. Yeah, okay. But then he just turned up for the next block of shooting with a bag of fucking pot. And I went, what are you doing? He said, you said get some it's not very conducive to filming, I think. Is not it? at all. Part of your old stones. Not at all. So th- I think there's still some. At well, my don't house. say that to, the, to Peter because I don't know how he feels about I'm not it. Bothered, mate. I'm not scared of the rosers. Well, I hope he's got handcuffs on him because part of me wants bring him to handcuff you. Have to have to catch me first, mate. Easily. Yeah, bring it on. You're, br- you're bringing him into a room bring where he's on. nearest the door. Bring it on, he's copper. Got you. Bring it on, copper. I will say so. Oh, well, I can't wait to see him coming in. Proper front of the hour. You're not going to. At I all. bet you're a do. Okay, I bet you your bag of Smarties, you don't. I bet you, I bet you I'm not scared of him at all. Well, we'll see. In fact, I'm going to open He's the, here now, so I'm going to start the interview by saying, not scared of you, copper. If you, please do that. <laughs> I'm going to say it like that. Please do that. I go, uh-oh, oh, the Rosas are here, I'll do it like that. And then I'll, I'll keep going, oh, can anyone smell bacon? I'll, start, I'll keep doing that. I'll proper wind oh God, him up. He's actually going to arrest you. I'm he not can't arrest you me. He can, he can do a citizen's arrest. He can't arrest, arrest me for going... <laughs> Oh, that, bacon. That that's thinks, not... No, more likely he thinks that that's drugs because you've just been talking about pot but and I now you're got, sniffing. I ain't got any on me, have I not, copper? So what no. are you going to do, mate? Put me in the back of the van. Yeah, go for it, mate. He's an ex- I'll, I'll have you for a wrongful arrest. He's an ex-copper. I'll end up, former, former. I'll end up cleaning up, mate, because I'll sue him. I'll report him to the IPCC. But Smarties have got um, poppies in them, so we'll be tested for opium. What earth are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> Smarties have got poppies in them. <laughs> I'm putting a song on. Get that copper in here now. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> right. Stop. I'm going to put former, a song on. Former undercover Can cop. some of the, um, what do they call it, like the little... Uh, Boys. Like the, the people working here, like the... A- assistant producers and interns. Let's think of a, a demeaning word for them. Things. <laughs> like uh, like little people that help. What, like little, like Santa? Elves? Yeah, call them elves. Mm. Can some of the elves what work here, go and get yeah. that Rosa from your oh, room. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Get him in here. He's, in, he's on my patch now, Rosa. I can't and, uh, wait. and we'll have him in. He might be on the run soon. Welcome back. That was They Might Be Giants again. Hate them. Stop um, playing them. But I like the song. Alright. But I still got an attitude about them from that time they made everyone stand up at the festival hall. Uh, we are joined now uh, in the studio by Peter Blexley. Hello, sir. Hello. Rosas are here. Oh, for God's sake. Here they are. Former. Former Rosas. Oh, 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 yeah. Leopard never, never 
um, changes its spots, mate. I have a business card now instead of a warrant card, which, as far as you're concerned, is probably a result. Right, Okay. (laughs) Well, Nat said to me that um, you might arrest me for, and and I quote, for being naughty. Yeah. Uh, That doesn't qualify uh, under sort of citizen's arrest laws, which is um, how I would operate now, the same as you. So it can be naughty. Uh, you'd have to be extremely naughty for me to be empowered to carry out a citizen's arrest. What sort of thing would I have to do? Uh, well, swearing. Uh, what if I swore? I don't really want to encourage you. No, no swearing's not swear an arrestable offence. Right, so I can like being unpleasant. Generally speaking, is not an arrestable offence. How far would I have to go? If he threw that water over you, if he got that glass. Well, hang on. No, you're the one wouldn't. that's meant to be trying to stop me. No, don't give me ideas. I'm trying to get you arrested in a way, so I want to see if that's possible. No, no, oh. uh, that wouldn't oh. qualify for a citizen's arrest, but it might make me a little angry. Right, that's what we're going for. Okay, so, good. So you're so, wet. Right, wet. so you'd be all wet. Right. Well, so what um, terminology for police would wind you up the most? Well, when I was in the cops, of course, I faced a lot of antagonism, <laughs> yeah, yeah. anger, violence, yeah. and all of that, like cops do today, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah horrific. But, um, you know, you learn to deal with it. Did anything wind you up, mm. though, particularly with, mm. that they called you? Not, I think Rosa's all right, isn't it? It's not a Rosa's affectionate. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I've been called far, far worse. Both. Filth, the filth. What's, what's in a name? I know, right? Yeah, Pigs. <clears throat> what's in a name? Pride, uh, integrity and guts. I'm going to try. I'm going to get something on him. Yes. I'm going to try and get something. Get more, I don't think you have. Getting wound Peter, up. Peter, I think, is going to own you in every situation. You know what? I'm happy about this. All joking aside, I will go back to being antagonistic later on, but all joking aside... I have, um, apparently I'm descended from your man who made the police up. What, Robert Peel? Apparently so, yeah. Right. Apparently, my, my nanny used to always say that, that's the, that she'd done it, honestly. Nana's always saying. No, genuinely, she'd done the family tree, and apparently there's oh. some dis- descendings there somewhere. I, um, <clears throat> I get quite cross when people are down on the police. Like quite, like quite genuinely, I do, and I'm aware that, as with any profession, there's you know there's obviously people in there who are up to no good and what have you, and there's bank coppers and all the rest of it. But generally speaking, I don't like the Pavlovian response to the police. You know that 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 idea of like, oh yeah, they're all you know, because the police are, well, I mean, woefully underfunded, woefully understaffed at the moment as well, mm. and you know all them sort of things. And it's one of them, without being too cliched about it, even though I want to be very cliched about it, is that when you need the police, though. That's when you know that this isn't something to piss on. This, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the silent majority of the public support the police. And yeah, gla- I guess so. They are glad they are there. In fact, I heard a wonderful story today, which comes from my neck of the woods. Um, there was four coppers having their breakfast in a cafe on Saturday morning. Right. And there was a little old lady in the cafe as well. By the time the coppers went to pay for their meal, there was a note by the till saying thank you for all that you do and she had paid for their four breakfasts really? okay. and just slipped off into the daytime not wanting any thanks or any gratitude but expressing her gratitude yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for what they do and they are would they technically be breaking the law by accepting that because no. that is a police bribe isn't it i don't know if it's a bribe is it they would like to have thanked her they've tweeted <laughs> yeah, yeah. it they'd like well, her to come it. forward it, it might covered. be it might be if you really want to apply the police discipline code <laughs> to the absolute letter yep. then it may be a gratuity right, of some description right. and you can't you but can't those, tip you can't tip police you can't you can't tip nurses and you can't tip ambulance people so i think really you are as an upstanding citizen are duty bound to report that to the ipcc <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm sure those police won't 
won't be facing any no. discipline proceedings whatsoever. Oh, then this is the problem in the police. Well, they're they, all looking out no. for each other, aren't they, behind closed doors? They probably left a big tip in the cafe to say thank you for their free breakfast. So that's, oh, maybe, okay. that's that then, isn't it? Okay. That's, that's sorted. Um, I've always had, I think, a healthy fear of the police that was instilled into me when I was younger. And also, uh, which has then... Uh, gone into respect as I've got older and I was I had the most amazing experience once with a copper who um, which just impressed me just genuinely impressed why are you smoking I don't at me? know I don't know whether it's, this is gonna, it's, I've never heard no, this, this is a real, a real okay, story tell me the story I don't um, know you know my friend Molly who died yes uh, over her Molly who died uh, just short of her 40th birthday um, and she died and her dad was a copper and when we were at uni because we were in university together we were in the same year at uni when we were in halls at university um, he did the most impressive Jedi trick I've ever seen in my life because uh, he came into my room my, my hall's room because I was good friends with Molly and her dad was there he came in and Molly was going oh he'll, he'll find your drugs he'll find your drugs I had a little bit of pot I'm not a pot smoker at all but I had a little bit I'm of pot i surprised that you would do actually, I, I, I know I, that you're not do you know what I had it at university because my girlfriend at the time it just made her really horny but that's another that's another story completely but that's why I had the pot and um I, we were sort of joking about it and I went oh he'll never find it he'll never find it and he literally walked in that room and he pointed and went it's in there oh. and it was in a Darth Vader model helmet the helmet of the, of the Darth Vader model it was inside there and he just literally looked around and went it's in there and that's exactly where it was well, it's and probably it proper a, impressed me well it's probably a result you chose comedy as a career rather than drug smuggling didn't it <laughs> I think maybe it's all the front there Maybe. What? Maybe I am fooling people because I, I told you before I've got drugs in my house at the moment because a friend of mine brought them round got some pot in my house don't know what to do about it get rid of it bin it yeah bin do you it. know what i i've i have smoked and inhaled my own body weight in various substances over the years Whoa. something which i'm not in the slightest bit proud of but you know what my advice to anybody that thinks they're hip, hip and cool and all that kind of stuff when they're on gear Get yourself a voice recorder or stick your phone on a voice record, right? Yeah. And, and then in the morning, in the cold light of day, replay it and see if you think you're as funny, <laughs> hysterical. What, what, got some people that while, do shows. while I absolutely yeah. hear what you're saying, I genuinely do hear what you're saying, and I agree, I agree with that um, to an extent. The problem with it is, is if you're a professional comedian, for example, um, I recently recorded a podcast where the other person had been smoking and it was genuinely one of the funniest things you'll ever hear in your life. I think it's were you, funny Were you for laughing with that person? No, very or much at person. Very much at yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Very much that, then that so, adds fuel to my fire. Right. But I do, yeah. but you see, the problem with it is, is I do that when, um, I'll, t I'll tell you his name, Barry Dodds, he's, he's the one who got me the drugs. Um, oh, but I do that when, uh, when he's not high. Right. Or stoned. What's the, what's the trendy word for it stoned. now? What do they call it? Stoned. Stoned. Or wavy. I said on the green earlier on. You did. That was quite old school. Pretty trendy, isn't thing, it? Yeah. Blazed. Um, blazed is the term now. Blazed. I know that because I have to say there are people who do like two hour radio shows who are quite stoned. Uh. And I think a little bit stoned sometimes is okay to work with. But when someone is very stoned to the point where they're kind of staring at you and not remembering, it's, it's a bit annoying. It's the most boring drug in the world. I think... Um, yeah, it, I think it really to be is. around it makes you people. Well, no, I would actually disagree. I'd say if you're around someone that's on something, I think cocaine would be because anyone that's had that 
They are the most boring people. It's not boring, though. It's just full annoying, on. Annoying, isn't, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. annoying because yeah, they talk oh, about themselves. Oh, it is boring. I've got to take issue with you there. Anybody who's on the bugle is inherently What's boring. The, but is it, bo- no, is it boring or is it, is it, it is. Re- repetitive? It is, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's bollocks, but it's yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. nonsense. And, okay. and they tend to put themselves on a higher plane yep. to us boring old straight people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, they look down their noses, every pun intended, and 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 go, you know, they 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 think they're on a higher plane I'll well, tell you when you want to come down here if you want to get some good arrests is the hip hop show <laughs> stop it because re- we sometimes come in not the presenters by the way I should, no, I no, should no. point that out um, but we sometimes come in the studio after the hip hop show and it reeks in here of some all rappers that, come of in all that, um, no they're not smoking pop. it in here by the way they're they going to get outside I, guess. I don't know that they're no, not they're definitely I don't know not. that they're not they're sometimes not. it smells like they have been I'm not a cop I have zero interest <laughs> you can't sit in, as a arrest someone for that in there mm-hmm. No, and I have it's absolutely fine. no inclination to, to either. But have you not got like mates who are still in the force who like would come down and just like get just arrest them, arrest all these young? Rappers? The number of friends that I have serving in the police service still yeah. are very, very few. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, when I left the cops, um, I left under. Well, I, I was medically retired. Okay. Okay. So I fell a very long way from the pinnacle of my undercover policing career. Okay. To being in a lock-in psychiatric ward. Really? And, okay. And, and that signalled the sort of end of my policing career. So when I left, I uh, I was a bit stigmatised and all okay. that kind of stuff because of mental health issues mm. and being in hospital. And then, of course... Um, not long after I had left the cops, my autobiography got published, and so if I wasn't already unpopular, that just kind of cemented it. Okay, okay. Because you did you pull no punches? Yeah, <clears throat> and people accused me of giving away trade craft secrets and all that kind of nonsense, which frankly I didn't buy into in the slightest. Is that due to your media work, or is that just just from the autobiography? Is that just the, the, the autobiography kind of got me into doing media work in any event? So okay, so. Some people were heavily critical. In, f- in fact, I was threatened at one point that okay. I wouldn't write the autobiography by a serving copy. He said, you will not write that book. What he failed to appreciate was that I was no longer in the cops. Mm. He was no longer my sergeant and he couldn't bully me around. Right, OK. So what, how long ago was this that you left the police? Oh, long time ago. 1999. OK, so, so I guess... Uh, has there been progression in the police in terms of uh, mental health issues in terms of people was it like sort of P- PTSD or something like that? was it something along those lines that you, that you left I had a complete meltdown I had a breakdown a complete due, was it due and to utter something breakdown. specific though that had happened yeah yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah, been, yeah okay. I'd, I'd been living in the witness protection programme because there see. was a very real threat against me yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and I didn't deal with that particularly well I drank too much smoked too much and had a complete and utter meltdown okay you know because I lived in fear of the assassin's bullet every day yeah of my yeah life. but it's quite commonplace within the police as well isn't it that, that people do have a flash moment where it gets like I, I had a mate who was a copper who <clears throat> went to pee he was involved in an armed robbery yeah and he was shot at and it just finished him yeah, it was like, like completely right. finished him yeah, right. yeah. Um, it's a high-risk job mm. you know I sincerely hope in answer to your question that there is a far greater understanding of mental health and mental health issues I'm sure they must I would have thought they would, must yeah, yeah, yeah. have moved yeah. on considerably yeah. from from my day but um, it still tends to be an organization that you know when the brown stuff hits the fan, they batten down the hatches and, and claim they were upstairs taking fares. Okay. Is it still very male-led, the police? Is it, is it? Women have a far more prominent role. You've got a female commissioner of the Metropolitan Police, and yeah. hurrah to that in some regards. Um, no, women are more prevalent. Women have got more senior posts. Okay. The organisation bears little resemblance in many ways to the one I joined way back in the 70s. And you were in the map? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I used to do um, training for the Met Police when I first started. 
training as, a, as an actor oh, um, okay. at Hendon they used to it was, used to be in the stage and a, a thing called PCR production casting report because I was to like <coughs> new actors and stuff trying to get parts <coughs> excuse me and one of the things was you could go to Hendon and role play yeah. so basically you would go in with training coppers <coughs> can't do this when I throw it uh, with training coppers and um, and basically play the part of someone who'd been arrested and they had to interview you and it was like it was tenner a day and you got your dinner as well and I was the only person there they used to hate me because I was the only person that was never broke that they never broke because I just wouldn't I just wouldn't cough on it at all because it wasn't real I was like I don't have yeah, to yeah. I, don't, I can just and they kept using me because they said this is really helpful it's really helpful that you and they also said that a lot of actors went in there and started doing it like it was an audition for the bill no. and started giving it you won't get me copper and all that stuff. but I just went in there just normal and just like I, I, I didn't do it it wasn't right. you know and all that yeah really good fun okay. you were never interviewed by me yeah I reckon we can manage it no I think <laughs> if, I think Peter might have been the one to finally crack you wouldn't break me so so just stuck to my guns tricking you up I'm yeah. not after breaking you. I'm not after breaking you down, shattering your soul and right. demolishing Let's your spirit. I want to I want to establish that you're not a witness of truth. Right. That's Ooh. good enough to start with. Right. And then I'll put you back down the cell and then I'll do my research and investigate what please. you've told me. And then I'll then I'll then I'll dismantle right. that story and then right. I'll interview you again. Okay, well, I got Google here. What we need for this, what yeah. we need to do this, is we need to have the established story. So okay. the story that is the truth. Do you want me to leave the studio? No, no, that's all right. No. I, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you to... And by the way, I would like you to do it. I'd like you to actually get around it. Okay. So the established story is this. You get a notebook out. It's oh, amazing. do you want some paper? You've got to make notes. You've got to plan for an interview. Right. Okay. You have yeah, to plan. This is brilliant. Right. I, here's what's happened. Yes. I have uh, been arrested on my road. Yeah. Outside my own house. Yeah. Uh, down the road from there is an off-licence... And in the off-licence, two bottles of vodka have been stolen, and those bottles of vodka have been found in in my house. Okay. Okay? You got it so far, Peter? Yep. Um, and the truth is, I did steal them. But when I was arrested, they were not in my possession, and I was outside my house. Okay. Uh, Peter's going to win. He's left-handed, so he's got this. Yeah. Right, here we go. Okay. So, shall we skip the caution? You know, you don't have to say anything, but yeah. anything you do say. Is this in the interview room now? We're in the yeah. interview room now. Yeah. Right. I'm just sat there, you've come in. Yeah. Right, yeah. let's go for it. And action. Right. Ah, what right. are you doing? Right. You can't right. even do right. that. Right. That's right. not. Uh, right, I'm right. genuinely not having that. Peter. Right, get the police Stop in. the tapes. Get the, the other police right. in. Don't get the, the other on. police in now. Peter. Sorry, Peter. sorry, I thought it was the 1970s. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, I had a flashback. Right, now we go for the serious interview. Okay, right. take, two, take two. We'll, we'll yep. erase that bit of the tape, don't worry. <laughs> Start recording again. <laughs> um, could I have your full name, please? Ian Bolesworth. Okay. Ian, you've been arrested on suspicion of stealing two bottles of vodka. Mm -hmm. Did you steal those bottles of vodka? No. Okay. Tell me, what, uh, tell me who you live with, please. Uh, I have two flatmates. Yep. What are their names? Rob and John. Yeah. Okay. How long have you lived with them? Uh, Rob has been there for, oh, let me think, two years. And John's been there for the past three months. Okay. Now, the allegation is that these two bottles of vodka were stolen from an off-license earlier on today. Okay. When we searched your house, we found those two bottles of vodka okay. underneath a bed, which Rob and John tell us you sleep in. Right. I don't, well, I wasn't there when you did that. I was outside. 
Well, we've got that on video evidence, that search okay. and the finding of those two bottles of okay. vodka. They will, of course, be submitted for forensic examination. Okay. We will see if your fingerprints are on them. Okay. And we will also, te also test them for your DNA. Okay. Now, we didn't find any gloves in your house. Right. So, will we find your fingerprints on those bottles? No. Will we find your DNA on those bottles? Mm, I don't know. Do, does DNA get, does it get caught in the air or would I have to touch it? If they're in my room, then I guess my DNA is knocking about, isn't it? It may do, but did you touch those bottles in no, any way, shape, no, or form? Absolutely not. Okay, tell me what you were doing earlier on today between one and one thirty p.m. I was. Where was I this afternoon? I went down to the newsagents, but I think that might have been slightly before. No, that would have been that would have been about right because I went and bought some cigarettes, and that's when your officers came over. I was smoking cigarettes because I don't smoke in the house. Who did you go to the news agents with? On my own. Who served you in the news agents? I don't know their names. Describe that person to me. But it's the guy that works in the news agents. There's three of them, three brothers that run it. Okay, describe them one by one to me. Uh, one is about my height, roughly. Short. Sorry, does this lady have to? Does she have to be in the interview? She's. Um, I'm she's helping. Your, I'm your assistant. Because yeah? you're a juvenile. She's please your, please tell me she is not my no, attorney. I'm she's helping your, Peter. Uh, she's your appropriate adult. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But, uh, well, right, on, can I ask, can can ask you, Peter? Peter? Is it normal for your appropriate adult adults start taking the piss out of you when you answer Sorry. questions? Well, isn't she I'm, meant to be? Um, it would have been. It would have been uh, the one. The one is probably nearer to me in height. Is served me. How did you pay for the cigarettes? Cash, I think. Oh, no, I didn't. It was on my card. It was on my card. Because I had to do over £5. Okay, we took your card off you when you were searched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we will be able to confirm absolutely. whether that purchase took yeah, place yeah, or not. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What time did you go to the news agents? I don't... I, like, I'm not even sure. One-ish, one fifteen could have been could have been any time between one and two. Now you see the point is you've given me so much evidence to work on. Yeah, okay? yeah. I will then go away Bring and check down, whether copy. check whether there was a transaction. But there, there was, or not. but here's the thing there and, was. And we'll go to the news agents yeah. and we'll see if you're captured on CCTV yeah. all doing fine. that transition that transaction. All fine or to not. do that. But what okay. I know the story is is that I did okay. go in there and I did make that transaction mm. yeah. and I didn't I didn't steal from that news agents. I stole from the off license. You got nothing on me, Copper. <laughs> I'm doing my inquiries at the moment, okay? You're sweating. I'm yeah. not sweating. You're and sweating. You're yawning. Sweating. You're, yawning you're sweating in the Peter rude. Pan at the moment. I'm not okay? sweating at all, mate. Right? Because you, you know what? Because I know that you, you can't hold me here with no evidence, mate. So you better let me out We've got right ample now. evidence. We found two <clears throat> bottles of stolen yeah. vodka underneath your bed. And got my dabs it, on it, mate. It and you, and you said yourself that DNA can be transmitted across space without actually touching it. I asked you that specifically, and you said that it could. Yeah, yeah. But remember, in this day, Age, appropriate adult. <laughs> in this day and age of constrained resources, we are not going to be doing uh, the extensive sort of DNA test on what's mm. thirty-five quid's worth of vodka. Yeah, because you know you've right? got because okay. you, know, you know you've got nothing, so copper. We've got you hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Your story yeah. about buying fags. I did with buy fags with that I did. car purchase. I did. Right? I did. Okay. Now you're nicked. No, I did buy fags. You are nicked. That is just true. At also, the time that he said, I did. If I'm an appropriate adult, I've got him again. That means, also, Robin. Robin's got cocaine in his room. I think that means you're underage from appropriate adults. You shouldn't be buying cigarettes. Nick him for that. No, as well. I think it's mainly about um, mental age. Oh right, okay. Yeah, that, fine. that, that was what I was Sorry, I thought it was underage. Fred yeah, West yeah. had an appropriate adult. Oh, did he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was that, that series. Was that was yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about. Um, I enjoyed that. That, that, was that good. took me right back. But 
You did. I feel like you would do a bit of research. You're gone. That's it. That's it. Back in, in the cell. Go off. Check your story out. Back out. Just, just dismantle it. Bit by bit. These new lads, like, sort of training and stuff. But it was predominantly. In fact, it was, I, think it was, I don't think I ever was uh, interviewed by a female training officer. But they would get really yeah. rattled. Yeah. You know, when I was just giving up that, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, well, when they're proper young rush. and inexperienced and so they're training and they want to achieve and all of that, yeah. that's entirely understandable. Well, it's a presence as well because when you were saying, I got all, everything I need here, I got it, I would be scared. I'd just go, yeah, okay, I did do it. Yeah. <coughs> yep, yep, yeah. yep, you got me just by your presence and the way of saying it. I guess you could say that even if you didn't have everything. Yeah, you would say that, wouldn't of you? Of course. Yeah, there's, there's, there's nothing against the, uh, the rules no. in. You've got to be careful how you, uh, shall we say, uh, get uh, an admission from somebody. Yeah, right? yeah, there yeah. are there are very strict rules governing the whole interviewing procedure and the admission of evidence and what have you. And if you were seen to have crossed the line, then you run the risk of your evidence being ruled inadmissible, which, of course, you really course. don't want yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, that happened with Freddie, of course. Freddie Kruger, because somebody didn't sign the release form, the, the search warrant properly. Freddie That's what happened in that. No, Nightmare on Elm Street. That was why, why, why Freddie walked. Oh. Um, I personally think, <clears throat> you know when you watch like police camera action and programmes like that? Yep. Where they're like chasing lads around and all the rest of it, and people in stolen cars and that, and then they restrain them when they catch them and all that. I personally think in that scenario that the police should be allowed to Swap people. No, I, I honestly do. I, I watch those programs and I go, I. Th- that's why I couldn't be a copper because after that chase and after all that and the abuse being spat at and all that, it's mm. like I, I sit at home going, fucking smack him. Like I, I, re- I genuinely do. Like right. I, I have that. Reasonable force is allowed in the restraint of someone. Copper told me that okay. once, and he meant okay. hit him. Okay, reasonable force. Yeah, but um, violence, unjustified violence, of course, is completely. Yes. Is it unjustified if someone's just driven at 80 mile an hour through a village? You can't if, get if you, punch if, someone up for that. Is it unjustified if someone's spat in your face? No. No? No, no, no absolutely no. not. If, yeah. if, if, if they resist arrest, okay, yeah. if they are using violence to resist arrest, to, to, to break free, then you are perfectly entitled to use whatever reasonable force yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. may. For example, if somebody points a gun at you, if yeah. a bad guy points a gun at you, and you are a police officer with a gun in your hand, like I often was, then you are perfectly entitled, if you feel that your life, a member of the public's life, is in threat, then you are entitled to shoot that person and 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 kill them. All split you know, seconds, is, isn't it? That is allowed. But, yeah. of course, you will be... Asked to justify your actions. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, man. It's hard to justify split seconds. Split mm. second decisions are hard to justify. Yeah. Um, can we talk about Hunted? Yeah, certainly. I'm unfamiliar with it, but Nat, uh, Nat what I don't watch any telly, but Nat watched um, an yeah, episode in the it. break. Yeah, I watched and some she had to turn it well. off because it, it wound her up too much. She got too. Because oh. I just would have given it. I just would have gone. <clears> yeah, you got me. I can't. I was thinking of ways that you could do it, do it for 25 days, go off the grid, uh, and I just I don't think I could do it. Hunted is a fabulous, no, it's, it's pop, yeah. popular show. Yep. Uh, I'm biased, of course, uh, where members of the public volunteer Trust to become Martin. fugitives and they go on the run. I'm fine, thank yeah, you. It's on, um, yeah, it's a big hit for Channel 4. Yeah. Big hit for you. Well, yeah. And are you the hunter in this? I'm the chief of the hunter. You're the chief, okay. I'm the chief, so uh, I kind of set the tone for our hunters in a certain regard and we take it extremely seriously yeah yeah so we, did, we really really want to catch them how did that come about for you as a career move so as way back um a few years ago when it was a, a concept idea on a piece of paper yeah the production company started looking into whether it was viable in other words could they recruit the the right kind of people for the show 
and I met uh, the producer of the first series and the assistant producer had a, had a chat with them. They filmed a little bit of me on tape and they kind of deemed me suitable. So yeah, they yeah. put together the team. I was a deputy in the first series. There was another chief, but um, he didn't come back for the second series and I got promoted to to be in the chief and as a former colleague of mine said only in television would you get promoted yeah. <laughs> right, no, that's nice and did the um did the original one get demoted or not do it because you like passed over some evidence about him or something and like so did you like interfere with all his cv and stuff no comment <laughs> yeah see i know what they're like it's what the roses are like mate oh wow he'd, yeah. he'd be giving it all he'd be smearing my dubs all over that one <laughs> Even no. though I know full well there's I, no dubs well, on it. I've just got the press release about the book, your book, which is out now. Uh, Thank on the you. Ride. I did Now I want you to sign that for her, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I do. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, but your success rate in solving murders as a serving officer um, was 100%. It was 100%. indeed. 100%. It was indeed. And that's well, why. When that could be just one, though, couldn't it? I suppose, It yeah. was more than one, trust was me, and less than 100, right? But um, So when I left the cops and was trying to decide what I was going to do with the rest of my life, um, I became really kind of fascinated as to why in the 21st century, with all the modern investigative tools that there are, mm. DNA that we've spoken about, and yeah. all the other advances in forensic science, which is galloping forward day by day, CCTV, mm. mobile phone technology, all the evidence that can be gathered around that, they're the modern investigative tools. I'm thinking, how, why is the, the percentage of unsolved murders the same in the 21st century as it was back was in the day right? when, when I was that? investigating wow. murders. And I was fascinated by it, and I decided that I wanted to do something about it. So I went out, researched unsolved murders. Yeah. Um, I've gone and revisited the cases recently, and, um, and, and I've written a book about them. And, in yeah, fact, yeah. I've been commissioned by my publisher to write another book which I'm currently doing on yet another unsolved murder so if you're remotely interested in crime policing and wanting to see murderers put where they belong which mm. of course is behind bars mm. then I'd like to think perhaps uh, you might like on the run yeah and, and is, uh, so is that something that you do literally on your own is it or do you have a yeah. team with you doing it no 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 so that's, that's a hell of a that's a shift that you put in there isn't it notebook pen mobile phone yeah and a business card. Okay. And out I go onto the ground wearing out my shoe leather in a very old school style of detective work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shoving leaflets through letterboxes. I'm hanging around in pubs and bars and restaurants. I'm developing sources, talking to people. And, and sometimes I get further with a business card than I ever did with a warrant card. Really? Okay. Just be nice to people. <clears throat> And I guess there's that thing we spoke about at the beginning of this, which is that inherent distrust some people have of the police anyway. So I guess with a business card, you are more more likely to speak to a journalist than a copper. Well, yeah, although I wouldn't I wouldn't classify myself as a journalist. I think I'm an investigative writer. Okay. What does it say um, on your business card? What's, what's the title? Just my name and my contact details. Oh, okay. I don't really have a title. I can't pin one on me, to be honest with you, because I, you know, I write other things. I write plays and stuff and do hunted stuff and mm. all of that kind of thing. So I'm a bit of a jack of all master and none really but um you know but, but but the work that i do in researching these unsolved murders i think in some ways fills a bit of a void that's been created because modern policing now because of all the cutbacks you know neighborhood policing has been slashed mm. to the bone <clears> and, and, and has even disappeared in some areas so when people find you walking up and down their street shoving my flies through their letterboxes and saying do you know anything about this case? I think I kind of bridge a bit of a gap, perhaps. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm filling a hole that's a, a void that's been created. And, and it's astonishing 
just how many people I, I get in contact with and how people take me into their confidence and tell me stuff that is often very, very interesting. And in one case, in, which is in the book, led me to confronting a guy in a pub car park. And really? I, said, I said, you shot him. Wow. And what did he say? He laughed. And then something later on, very, very interesting happened to him. It's going to be in his book and he's not going to tell us now. No, but that's good. I think you've got a way of just making people tell the truth. I didn't tell the truth. Whoa. I got away with it. Oh, he just dropped to 99%, man, because what I didn't tell you (laughs) is that I I did did a murder as well at the shop. Right. But it was a friend of mine who'd asked me to do it. Um, it's been genuinely a pleasure speaking to you, man. And um, I Cheers. wish you well with the book, and I wish you well with the series and stuff. Thank um, you. I'm only wrapping it up because we're running out of time. Yeah. That's the actually That's only reason well. I'd happily talk yeah. to you another hour. Um, but thank you for coming in and best of luck with all your future endeavours and best of luck with all this stuff you know that you, I think that's amazing that you do that off your own steam in terms yeah. of obviously you commissioned to write the book and stuff but I do I, I think that's great that you go out on your own and sort of do that in that way I think that's yeah I do too and um, we'll just watch you on Hunted which is on Thursdays at 9 o'clock on Channel 4 it and I don't know indeed. what we do about the police being understaffed and all that I don't know what I don't know who we hold to account no. but we know, we know whose, whose fault it actually is yeah, but we as do. an organisation sure but it's like but there's nothing we It's knackered yeah. that. That's that's uh, ludicrous. And same with the NHS. It's a ludicrous situation to be in. Mm. Which people would think. The public are suffering. Yeah, they really are, eh? At least they've got my radio show to keep them happy. That's true. <laughs> Thanks, Gwyneth, man. You're uh, very welcome. Hip-hop you. show's coming up. I tell you what, you might want to just hang around for the hip-hop show, because uh, <laughs> you'd probably get a book out of that. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.